Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is August the 26th and we say a happy birthday, first of all, to a drummer with one of the best punk bands of the era, The Stranglers. Brian Duffy, better known as Jet Black, is a founding member of the band and helped them to big hits such as Golden Brown and No More Heroes. Bizarrely though, before forming The Stranglers, he was a successful businessman who had a fleet of ice cream vans. Anyway, Brian or Jet was born in 1938 and turns 84 years old today. And it's a happy 78th birthday to guitarist Alan Parker. He played with the band Blue Mink, but was better known for his session work, playing for many people, including David Bowie and Donovan. But our main story today is about a tribute to, in my opinion, one of the best British bands of the 60s. Yes, released on this day in 1966, long ago and worlds apart, a tribute album to the brilliant Small Faces. All the songs were Small Faces covers and were recorded by some of the British Indian Britpop scene's biggest names of the time. Involved in making the record were acts including Paul Weller, The Buzzcocks, Primal Scream and Ocean Colour Scene. The album helped to bring the band back into the spotlight, but also importantly helped to raise money. 80% of the profits were going to the treatment for Small Faces bass player Ronnie Lane and his multiple sclerosis treatment. The Small Faces are, as I've said, one of my favourite British 60s groups, Steve Marriott being one of rock's greatest frontmen. I put them up there with the Kinks, the Stones and the Beatles, and much better than the Faces, which they morphed into. Again, just my opinion. So, with this tribute being our topic, I thought I'd play this clip from the very first episode of Vintage Rock Pod, when I interviewed Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, Small Faces, Faces and The Who drummer, Kenny Jones. Here's him telling the wonderful story of how the group began. The band started when I heard about this band playing in a local pub called the British Prince. And I went up there one sort of Friday evening and uh, sat watching the the drummer, thinking I'd pick up a few tips. And anyway, I got to know the guy, went up there a couple of weeks, whatever. And one day he said, right, we've got um, special guests going to come up and play. A young drummer is going to come up and play. I thought, oh, great, another one. Watch another drummer. Who's that? And he introduced me. And now my, my whole world fell apart. I went, oh, no, I've never played with a band before in my life. I found myself sitting behind the drums. There was these three giants I looked up at, looking down at me, and I'm looking up at them. And the guy shouts out, well, he counts me in. He goes, it sounded to me like, one, two, in slow motion, but it was like one, two, one, two, three, four, and it was like a bit, bit of a jazz thing. I couldn't believe I was playing with them, and they were playing with me, and I, I was in heaven. I'd broken the umbilical cord. Fantastic, was, fantastic. When I got off, shaking, like holding this half a pint, looking like a, I was old enough to drink, this guy came up to me and he said, it was a barman, and he said, he said, that was great. He said, are you in a band? I said, no, I'm forming one right now. He said, well, my brother, two weeks ago, he just bought a guitar. And I said, oh, OK, great. So he brought him down the, the following week. In through the door walks Ronnie Lane, basically. <laughs> and that's how I met Ronnie Lane. And he was learning to play guitar. And we formed a band together. And that's how we got started. And then after a while, Ronnie said, I don't want to play. I don't want to. I'm cutting a long story short here. Mm. I don't want to play guitar. I want to play bass. So I said, well, let's go up to the shop where we, I bought my drums. And by chance, you bought your guitar. And so we went up there. And this guy came up and said, oh, can, can I help you? It's like a real cocky little geezer. I said, well, he wants to buy a bass. 
He said, well, yeah, try this one. So Ronnie sat down trying that one. I saw this drum cat out the corner of my eye. And so I sat behind that and I'm starting to play. And this guy who was working in the shop picked up the guitar and started to play. And that was Steve Barrett. <laughs> but Ronnie and I had already formed a band, so we invited him to come and play with our band that evening. He said, look, we've got a special guest going to come up and sing. He got up and started to sing, brought the house down. The rest of the band were really annoyed because Steve stood on the piano and... Uh, started breaking all the keys. He didn't realise what he was doing, but he broke them. The audience loved it. The owner of the pub sort of came out and threw us all out. So they didn't like us at all, so that was it. The rest of the band wouldn't talk to us, they drove off. And we ended up uh, sitting on the pavement, the other side of Tower Bridge, sitting on my drum cases, Ronnie's uh, guitar and, and, uh, and, and Steve. So the three of us just sat there. And we just looked at each other, burst out laughing, and that is the birth of the small faces. The wonderful Kenny Jones there. Again, please do scroll right back to the start of Vintage Rock Pod episode one to hear his stories of joining The Who, The Rolling Stones, Rod Stewart and much more. Definitely worth a listen. But that's it for August the 26th. I'll be back tomorrow chatting about a big British rock group's only US number one single. So until then, take care.